Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you get financial independence, quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. And today, we're going to be talking all about what's going on in the economy, the high interest rates, high prices, how to invest for cash flow, and to do it successfully. And I'm bringing on a fantastic real estate investing expert who's going to share with us her secrets on how on how to be a successful real estate investor. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on? Super blessed to have you here with me on the show. Now, in the real estate market right now, it's rather difficult to invest in real estate. Well, when I say difficult, that is if you don't really have a business plan, you don't have not just a business plan, but like you know how you are investing in real estate where you're making money every single month. Well, I'll be completely honest. For us investors, it's really not that difficult. And it's definitely not as easy as it was back in 2010 where there were properties everywhere and you couldn't help but just trip over and find a property and buy it. Well, now it's much more of a seller's market. It's turning into a buyer's market, but prices are still high. And interest rates are really, really high. And on top of that, you have so many properties that are being bought up to be Airbnbs. But if you are an investor, this is actually a great time to invest in real estate. And I'm bringing on an expert today who has been investing for a long time. I, I started investing back in 2006. I think she started investing back in 2010, which Combined knowledge, I mean, it's so great having somebody who's done this so much that we're seeing so many amazing things. Now, on top of this, I actually did a market recap on the economy as well as the real estate market. So if you go back one episode just before this, you'll listen to my entire recap on banks closing and basically going under, um, job losses. The And here's another thing that just happened. Literally, after I put out the uh, crazy stuff going on inside the economy, so the last se uh, special episode, check out the one right before this, I released about the episode, but then like the next day, the United States government got downgraded from like the credit. Now, if you have a bad credit, you don't get money. Like you can't be lent money or you get high interest rates. And the government's the same way or our country is the same way. And recently, our country, the credit rating got dropped from poor to negative. Like it's, it's bad. We have a bad credit rating. And that shows, my goodness, something is going to happen here really soon. And I am personally as ready as I can be. In fact, I got even more ready. So here's what just happened recently. I'm super pumped about this. And if you haven't done this, it's it's an idea for you. Now, we need to have access to capital in our real estate investing. And when I say access to capital, it doesn't have to be your own money, like capital meaning money. It doesn't have to be your own money in your own bank account, which is good to have. But you need to have access to capital. Now, it could be a savings account, a 401k, an IRA. It could be gold and silver that you can sell and turn it back into cash to buy real estate. It can also be your home equity line of credit. You need to have access to capital. And I personally, in my real estate investing, know that it's going to be a great time to invest in real estate. So if you don't know how to invest, definitely get my free course, text the word rental 
R-E-N-T-A-L, to 3377. Rental of 33777. I'll teach you how to actually invest in real estate. But what I did was I got a $250,000 home equity line of credit on my personal primary residence. Well, actually, it's it's a rental that I move into, and I will eventually move out. So it's my primary residence, but I'll eventually move out and turn this into a rental, which means I'll have a HELOC on one of my rental properties. But it's $250,000. That's access to capital. Now, I'm not currently using it, meaning I'm not paying uh, interest, not rent, but I'm not paying interest on the home equity on a credit because it's like a credit card. If you have a zero balance on your credit card, you're not going to be paying any interest. Same thing with your home equity. If you have a line of credit there, I'm not paying any interest because I'm not borrowing any money. Now, I have $250,000 to go buy properties when, let's say the market does correct or crash like it did in 2008, that $250,000 is going to go a long way to doing lots of real estate investing, doing a burst strategy, like paying, let's say $150,000 to buy a house cash, refinance, pull that cash back out, pay off my home equity line of credit, or buy um, properties for down payments. This is just access to capital. But here's the big thing. You might be thinking, well, if you have that property and you take money out and you have that higher interest payment, yeah, I get it. I have a payment now on my property, but I don't pay that mortgage. I don't pay the home equity line of credit, the bill. My tenants do. I make sure that it's accounted for. All the expenses are accounted for. And the way I get my money, all the expenses and fees are accounted for before I buy the property. So the next property that I buy with my home line of credit will actually make me a minimum of $250 a month in passive income and will pay the principal and interest on my home equity line of credit. So that's the way it's going to work is I have lots of money ready to deploy into properties. And on top of that, I even used the REI print mail. Actually, there's a company that I've used that I've actually had on the show before talking about how to do direct mail. Check the link in the description. There's actually in that link, when you go and start working with them, they'll give you free coaching because you're part of Master Passive Income. They will even pull a list for you of awesome sellers or potential sellers. But I'm using my home equity credit to start investing in St. Louis. And I'm actually sending out direct mail to current homeowners and these direct mail letters, they're calling me. I'm having people who are not even putting their property on the MLS, they're calling me and they're wanting me to buy their properties. So combination of my home equity line of credit and REI print mail, check the link in the description so you can also get free coaching as well as free list from them as well. But doing direct mail, I am actively investing and I want you to as well. And today, I am super excited to share with you a friend of mine, a new friend. She has an amazing podcast, which has actually been around longer than mine. And it's so funny. Like, I rarely find anybody who has a podcast longer than mine. So I'm super pumped to have met her. But she is also a fantastic real estate investor. She's done so much real estate investing since 2010. And then eventually had so many properties that people were asking her, hey, can we just buy those from you? So she started selling them as turnkey. The people that were buying them were making money in passive income. She was making a little bit of money on the sale and she created a turnkey company business. Now with that, her inventory that she sells off to people are rental properties. She knows the markets. She knows how to invest properly. And in this episode, you're gonna hear how she is actually telling us 
the best places to invest right now. She's literally going to give you cities that you should start investing in. And we're also going to be talking about the economy and how we're investing and how we do it successfully. I am super pumped to bring on a fantastic investor. And she's actually going to be speaking at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. She is generous enough to give up her time to come out and even teach you how to invest in real estate, even much more so at RubeCon. Get your pass to RubeCon for 10% off. If you use the promo code podcast, go to RubeCon.com. The link will be in the description. But use the promo code podcast. I'll know you came from this podcast, and I'll give you 10% off the pass. It'll be in St. Louis this year in March 14th through the 16th of 2024. We want to see you there. But with that, I am bringing on a fantastic real estate investor. Her name is Mercedes Torres. It's going to show us how we can invest in real estate like the pros do. All right, here we go. Mercedes, thank you so much for being here on the show with me. Dustin, thank you for having me. Wow, quite the introduction. Now I have to like fill in those shoes. Thank you. For <laughs> I have me. no doubt. Absolutely. You're going to do, you, you are professional, meaning you've done this many, many times and you're expert at it. And the biggest thing, like we've talked, you and I have talked a number of times now and getting to know each other is so much fun because number one, we love real estate. We love serving people, number two. But number three, we love to, talk. And it's so great. So, well, first I want people, you have cash flow savvy, you have the epic real estate, like there, you have so many things that you do on top of your real estate investing, but let's get to know you just a little bit before we dive into some really good stuff about how people can learn from our experience and our, um, what we're seeing in the market, but tell us about you and how you got into real estate investing and what you're currently doing in your business. I love it. Well, thank you so much. Um, about me, uh, first and foremost, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. Uh, I serve God. And uh, I am lucky enough to be a real estate investor. And like many of us, Justin, I fell into it by accident. You know, I grew up really poor. I went to law school, first year of law school. I hated it. So I dropped out. And when I dropped out, having a full ride, I had to find a job real quick to tell my parents that I dropped out of a full scholarship at law school. So I ended up working for mortgage banking and really thank God, God knows what he's doing because I was put into a job where um, I'm bilingual. So I was able to help a lot of the Latin community. And I started from the way bottom um, and I ended up working in the subprime industry back in the day. Remember that? So I was the girl doing the NAGAM loans, the option arms, and I realized I was doing a disservice to people. But what I learned during that time is, okay, if I'm providing a loan for a teacher, for a babysitter, for a mechanic, and they're buying houses, pulling money out from that house just six months later, and buying an investment property, why can't I do it? So at that time, I was a W-2 employee. I saw the writing on the wall. I bought my first rental, owner-occupied, put lipstick on a pig. I sold it. Mind you, at the time, my salary was $30,000 a year. Woohoo! My first flip, I made $86,217. And I got hooked because I grew up poor. And this was my opportunity to get my family out of the rut that they were in. And I just knew that it was up to me and the ball was in my court. So I started to learn a little bit more. I was in California and then I read the infamous book of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And that just really put me on the track of I need my money to work for me rather than me working for my money. But I was in California. California, you cannot cash flow if your life depends on it. 
So I knew there were markets in middle America where the purchase price and the rent ratio were going to give you a double digit return. By that time, I met Matt. He was wholesaling. He came from really nothing. He was uh, in the music industry. He had lost everything to the digital download and had to buy groceries at the age of 36. So that's kind of when we came together, met, we became educated on how to become a real estate investor. And we created an algorithm back in the day that taught people or that pulled information from government census so that I knew what markets in middle America were going to cash flow. So I was just looking for the rent ratio versus the purchase price to give me a double digit return. I then figured out, okay, those markets are not on the West Coast, not in California, Midwest and the South. So I went out there and started creating teams. And before I knew it, I was still living in California. I'd come back and then the RIA groups were like, Mercedes, how are you investing in Danville, Illinois or in Memphis, Tennessee when you're living in California? So I started speaking at RIA groups. This is 2008, 2009 when the market went upside down. By 2010, we were speaking in a bunch of RIA groups. And I thought, why don't we just teach people how to do this? So that's when Epic Real Estate was born, where we started to teach people step-by-step process of how to do this yourself. And then people went through the course. They were mostly busy professionals, so they didn't have time to do it themselves. So they'd call our office, which back in the day, Dustin, was my cell phone. (laughs) And they'd say, can we just buy one of your properties? And I was like, oh my gosh, well, I didn't have the whole operation laid out. By that time, I had about 20 rentals. And I was like, okay, I'll sell you a property. First month, I sold two. The next month, I sold four. The month after that, Matt sold six, all because we were talking on the podcast, teaching people how to do it. And that's when Cashflow Savvy was born. So I'm an accidental entrepreneur, real estate investor, but to the height of our career, we had 138 properties at our height, and it's been a marvelous ride. It sounds like as you, because all of us real estate investors, we have an arc in our trajectory of what we're doing. And as we are starting to buy property after property, we, we figure out what really works for us. So I, I'll give you a quick example. So I started with residential. I love residential. So simple for you. It's a blow. It's, it's, and I want to pause for a quick second and share that. Honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, Hey, you know, check out Dustin and master passive income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find the area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. Yeah, it's very, very simple and cash flowing. That's what I love. But then I started getting into syndications, investing in other things like hotels and just bigger things and other businesses. And then I realized that as I 
continue to invest in other things, which is good when I want to park my money somewhere. But the the best return for my money is my residential. Like it's my bread and butter. I do it in my sleep. Like it's I've literally done so many times myself, but then also coached hundreds, if not thousands of people now how to do it, that it it's so simple. People say, well, it's not that sexy. I'm like, you know, like a like a multifamily, a thousand unit apartment complex. I'm like, yeah, I like it. There's no headache. There's no worries. I just make money every single month. I don't have to worry about life. Life is so good. And but for me, what I love is now what you have also done is started coaching people and helping people and being a part of other people's lives, seeing them change in their lives. Because what was actually, there was really, really fun. Just recently, I was at a personal mastermind that I put on where people, it's a high level mastermind. They came in, it was a summit that we had. And one gentleman started with one-on-one coaching and then he got into the high level mastermind and he was a teacher. He was literally a teacher in the education space. And then he bought his first property from coaching. And within like two months, he has now six properties. And he was like, I just, it's worked out so well because I built the business because I did X, Y, and Z. I just followed what you did. Same thing with what you guys do at Cashflow Savvy and Epic Real Estate. Okay. So I love where you guys are coming from with the uh, vision of giving and helping people because life just gets, it, it's, it's not about money. And you know that. I, I love that my goal is now serving people just like you are. That's why I was super pumped to bring you on. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about, because I know my audience is concerned about interest rates. They're concerned about prices still staying high. They're concerned about recession and all that sort of stuff. My perspective is every single deal is different. There's going to be deals everywhere. Sometimes it's going to be great. You have lots of deals like in 2010, lots and lots of deals. I bought as many as I could back then, but other times there's not that many. And my my belief is, well, when is the best time to plant a tree? Well, it was 20 years ago. The next best time is literally today. So there's always going to be good deals. We need to be investing today. But what are you seeing in the market right now, especially with interest rates being as high as they are? Are they coming down? Are they going to go up? What are your thoughts? Well, listen, Dustin, nobody has a crystal ball. History repeats itself. What I will say is right now we are living in a very unique time. A couple of reasons. Number one is as we speak about our population, If we do the math, there is not enough housing for the population that's about to come. As it is right now, we have a shortage of housing. So what I always say to my clients is, listen, during COVID, there were three things that were allowed. One was, you know, food supply, two was hospital, and three was housing. That's it. So for you to be the owner of one of the essentials of life, Why would you not want to own real estate? That's number one. Right on top of, you know, talking about COVID, we don't got super spoiled because what happened during COVID, interest rates came down to two to 3%, which I can guarantee with such certainty that interest rates in our lifetime will not go down to that low interest rate. Mathematically impossible with what the world is doing what inflation is doing, where our finances are, where banking is, yada, 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 you know, a little bit more second level of a conversation. But we are never going to see interest rates in our lifetime at two to three percent. I will. I said to my husband, I will give my firstborn to vow for that statement. So there's (laughs) that. Here's the other thing is we got so spoiled. People right now are freaking out because interest rates are at a what? Seven percent. Six and a half, maybe seven and a half, sometimes even cutting 8%, depending on where your credit score is, the details. 
Outside of that, when I started investing, Dustin, interest rates were at a 13%. So what's going to happen is interest rates are probably going to keep climbing. It's mathematically impossible for them not to. So if you buy a property today, let's just say worst case scenario, you're at a rate of 7.99. In four years, you're probably going to wish that you bought a property or five with an interest rate of 7.99 when the interest rates potentially could be at a nine and a half, 10%. And so here's what I say. When you lock in a property at an interest rate, 30-year fix, you're locking in security, hedge against inflation, because if the interest rates go up, help, you're at a 7.99, keep it, be happy about it. What's going to happen is over time, your rents are increasing, so that means your cash flow is increasing. Let's just say, by the luck of the good Lord, that the rates drop, if they drop to a 5% and you're at an 8%, so you refinance. How is it wrong to start an investment property with a lower cash flow if next year that cash flow is going to increase when you increase the rent? So I rant about this on my podcast because I tell, you know, when people say to me, interest rates are too high, I'm not going to buy. Yes, too high relative to what? So, and it's just a matter of, it's our job, Dustin, to educate people, which is why we're having this conversation, because yes, interest rates are higher than they were when we were in COVID, but they're probably not ever going to get down to that rate again in our lifetime. So I 100% agree with you on that. And one thing I will add to what I'm seeing as, because people get concerned about, my goodness, rents. If there's a recession, if there's a big problem, won't rents go down? I'm like, no, they really won't go down. We saw it back in 2020 with COVID, like rents just shot shot up. But here's another thing you brought up at the very beginning with housing. And here's an interesting, I want to say statistic, just like a fact that, yeah, I can't remember which city we were looking at, but I was at the same, uh, my mastermind where I put on, um, we were talking about the inventory levels. Realtors love talking about inventory. Oh, inventory, inventory, inventory. I get it. Inventory is it helps a little bit to us to understand what's going on. But as investors, we don't necessarily look at inventory. It's just another factor that we look at. But here's a really interesting thing. In one city, I want to say it might have been like Atlanta or something like that. We were looking. There were 14,000 Airbnb short-term properties that were on the market. 14,000. Now, when you think about long-term tenants, they don't stay in short term. They need long term. That's a reason why there were so few properties, just like Phoenix. Phoenix, oh my goodness, there are so many Airbnbs all over the place. Now, here's what's happening. You're getting a huge glut of actual supply of all these properties out there. And for long term, the supply is getting lower and lower and lower because people are thinking, oh my goodness, I watched this TikTok star. They bought two properties and are making $10,000. So I'm going to just start doing that. Well, yeah, until until we have bad times, then that's going to be really bad for you. But what happens is those properties are taken off the market. Rents go up because there's fewer long-term properties. And so in general, what I'm seeing, rents will always go up. In fact, I love this saying, you do not wait to buy real estate. You buy real estate and then wait because over time, prices go up, rents go up, your cash flow, your depreciation, like the amount of money that you get off on your taxes, equity, like everything is beneficial if you own it right now. But if you don't own it, you're out of luck. But I ho- ho- fully agree with you. 
I really doubt interest rates are going to go anywhere near four or five percent, maybe even six percent. I doubt it get down the Federal Reserve even told us they said they literally said we want to break the back of the real estate market. It's like what you you admit that? Wow! Oh my goodness! That means everybody, if you're listening. It's going to be a great time. Right now, it's still a great time to invest because there's deals everywhere. You just need to make sure you buy them to buy the right of the deals that are going to make you cash flow. But at the same time, it's going to come. This is going to be the best time ever to invest in real estate. So what else with interest rates? Now, on my perspective is that with interest rates, I don't care what the interest rate is because I don't pay the interest. I don't pay my taxes. I don't pay my insurance. I don't pay for my property manager. My tenants pay for all of that. But what is your perspective on the interest rates and how can we potentially use that for our advantage as a real estate investor? So great question, Dustin. I, I mean, what I can speak to is when people buy a property, they often buy it because there's an ulterior motive. And the ulterior motive is usually a good one. They're trying to create wealth or they want to put money away for their kids' education, or there's a wedding coming soon that you know they, they're planning for because it's 10 years away, that stuff. When people look at buying and holding a property, there's more than just cash flow. Now, of course, the interest rate affects the cash flow, but it's all about buying the property right. So if you buy the property right from the onset, even if you just cash flow $100 a month this year, which barely supports my Starbucks habit. But in one year, that same $100 a month, Dustin, I'm seeing it becomes $300 a month because you increase the rents and now you start to get return on equity because no matter what your property generally will appreciate. Okay, so that's appreciation that works in your favor without you doing a darn thing other than owning the asset and sitting on it. So that's cash flow. That's appreciation, despite the fact that the interest rate is high. Here's where you get the benefit. You mentioned it yourself. Your tenant is paying for absolutely everything. They're paying for the taxes. They're paying for your mortgage. They're paying for insurance. But in addition to that, you're also getting tax benefits at the end of the year. You can write off on a rental 27 and a half years of the actual value of the land, not the asset, but the land. And that is a tax deduction. So let's just say for whatever reason, you know, you're a W-2 employee. And at the end of the year, you would have paid $20,000 in taxes. I'm just throwing out a figure. If you have that deduction of depreciation, you literally will get $4,000 back. Now, I'm just using a figure based off of my real estate portfolio and what we usually sell, but the medium number is between four dollars and $6,000. I'm lowballing it. So that $20,000 that you paid to Uncle Sam is now all of a sudden $16,000. Now, if you do enough of those a year over time, you all of a sudden get money back because you've washed out that $20,000 and now Uncle Sam is paying you. So it's just a matter of really in my eyes, who cares what the interest rate is doing if you can lock it in for 30 years and you're cash flowing just a little bit at the beginning, benefit from everything else and focus on that for the first year and a half. The cash flow will grow over time, I promise you. So. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree with that. Now, tell me, what areas of the country are you finding are good right now for deals? Because 
my students are still getting deals. In fact, I have a lot of people saying, well, Dustin, the prices are so high, interest rates are so high, it's hard to make cash flow. I'm like, yeah, I completely understand that. But at the same time, there are great areas of the country and there are great properties as well. Like it, there's, you never know if somebody is distressed and they need out of a property. They might need you to come in. You're going to buy it for what's going to fit you and it might fit them perfectly. And they say, you know what, go ahead and take it, which my students are getting that all the time. In fact, one of my students, one-on-one coaching students literally just got, uh, I think total of like four properties, like back to back, like within uh, maybe a month, like he was putting in lots of offers. They came in, he's got a, he found a good private investor to help with him and he's taking them all down. So what areas of the country are you finding as being great areas to invest in? Yeah. So golden nuggets. So write this down, people. <laughs> um, I'm really big on stable, solid markets that cash flow. So remember, I created this algorithm that produces purchase price versus rent ratio. Having said that, I'm in 10 markets, but five of them are really strong right now. Birmingham, Alabama, St. Louis, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, Indianapolis, uh, so Indiana, Indianapolis, and Little Rock, Arkansas. Those are my hot markets. And when I mean hot, I'm not talking you're going to get a 10% cash on cash return. I mean hot where they're cash flowing, stable, and they are performing. Now, the number one thing to get your properties to perform, hands down, is the team on the ground. Our property management team in those markets are on point. I not only have one team per market, I sometimes even have up to four teams per market. I'm huge on diversification. So I diversify everything under the sun. A smart investor should always diversify not only their properties, but management, uh, you know, assistance like contractors, appraisers, everything. So I work really hard at looking for markets that are stable. So the growth isn't like California market where you appreciate, you know, 12% per year, but it's a stable appreciation a stable increase in rent, stable job market, stable everything. And at the end of the day, Dustin, that's what you're investing for to create that wealth, that stability for your family. What criteria would you say is, because I love the markets that you are, you just shared. That's literally where my students are investing. It's like, hey, hey, I'm glad that we're, we're, we, it's like we have a fishing pond, a couple of them, and we know exactly where the good fishing spots are. So I love it. Now, what criteria though in those are you looking for? I personally love having three bedroom, two bath, you know, 1500 square feet, just like a cookie cutter type home. Everybody either wants to rent it or buy it. Like I love just very, very, very great properties just like that. But what what criteria? Now, is it the type of home, like size-wise? Is it um, how much cash flow? Or are you capturing equity, which most likely all the above? But, but tell me, what do you look for in a property? So remember this algorithm that I created in 2010 when I started? I wanted to know what middle America actually rents. And so what we know is the average family will rent three to four bedrooms, one to two bathroom, a minimum of 1,200 square feet in certain areas. So I am not in A neighborhoods, so to speak. I'm also not in D neighborhoods. So I'm right smack in the middle of the road. Most of my properties are B, B minus C if I have to use that scale. And everything that I do is three to four bedrooms, one to two baths, a minimum of 1,200 square feet. And it has to cash flow. And when I mean cash flow, I mean the returns fluctuate. I used to offer a 9% 
back in 2012. Now we're looking at an ROI between four to five and a half, maybe even 6%. Not too shabby still, but I'm more so looking for the stability of the asset. And then once you're in the asset, now we're going to start talking about appreciation that's brought on by the stability of the market. That Those are all terrific. And, you know, we it's easy to think for some people that might be listening, like, oh, man, I can get a return. Like, maybe I should buy stocks instead, which don't get me wrong. Stocks are fine. Mutual funds are fine. I'm not saying they're wrong. Um, but if you look at, I love how real estate moves so slow. I could see it coming a mile away. It's like if you're in a boxing match and somebody's moving at like like a snail pace and you just watch it. Oh, I could just mess, move out of that way. But stocks, like right now, it's looking not so good. Like literally today, it's not looking good for stocks. This last couple of weeks, I've been shorting the market for a good maybe three months now. And it's really started to come in. One big company, Google, obviously most people, everybody was of Google, they're crashing. <laughs> it's This is bad. Like they lost 10%. And it's like a trillion dollar, trillions of dollars a company. It lost 10% in literally a day. And NVIDIA, another trillion dollar company, they're dropping 20, 10, 20% a day. It's, it's amazing how stocks move so fast. And could go up, don't get me wrong, but people get, get can lose really, really badly. But I love your real estate. Real estate moves so slow, but it's predictable. What I love is having a business where I own the business. I make sure that it's cash flowing, which I love cash flow. That's why I created Master Passive Income. I just want to not do anything, have my property work for me and me make the money. And what I love about having the real estate is as you are building up the business, all you got to do is scale the business. Now, I know how to scale, but I want to hear how you suggest that we should scale. So we've started, we built a business, like we have the right people in place. We need to scale the business. What are your suggestions to scale a business? Well, what I kind of tell all of my investors is start small. And, you know, I have no problem with starting small. And some people want to, you know, when I ask people, what are your goals? Oh, I want to own 20 rentals in one year. I mean, unless you're doing this full time and you have either a, you know, awesome mentor by your side and deep pockets, you probably aren't going to get to 20 rentals in one year just off the bat. Um, it took me about two and a half years to do this. I was doing it full time and I had awesome support. And um, I asked a lot of questions. But the first thing that I usually tell my clients is you really need to understand, number one, your goal. You need to have a clear vision of what the goal is. Like, why are you doing it? And yes, at the end of the day, it's money. But there's a bigger reason behind that money. Is it because you need more time? You want to take care of your aging parents? The kids are going to college? Like, really dig into that why. And then once we understand that, fully understand your buying power. And like right now, you literally can go to a bank, drop 20% on an investment property. And if a property is $100,000, you only need $20,000. Now, I say the word only, and that's relative, because you can have $20,000 sitting in a 401k that's not really performing for you, or in an IRA that's not doing anything for you. So consider putting that to work. So you start with one property. My rule of thumb is if you're starting slow, one property a year, if you're full-time something else, that will do it. One property a year. In two years, it'll be two properties. In three years, you'll have three properties. And that's going to snowball. Now, 
If you are lucky enough to either want to start doing this yourself, where they like perhaps want to be coached by you, Dustin, or they want to do something on a grander scale while they bring in a family member, we can start to multiply it. Usually by year three, and this may be a long time for people, we can get our students there in one year, but usually by year three, I start to talk about scaling within itself. I'm a huge fan of portfolio loans. And what that means is if you're buying three properties on your own, maybe you get to four, you now all of a sudden, with my rule of buying one property a year, in four years, you'll have four properties. You can take those four properties and then you can go out and get an investment loan or a portfolio loan where you can take the four properties from your personal name, put them into an LLC that you've created. Now we have a portfolio and now you can borrow against the projected income of that portfolio. So what happens there? Four properties are now one portfolio. You draw money from that portfolio, cash out, refinance, take that money, and you're able to likely buy four more. And that's how you scale. So you can do it as fast as you want to go or as slow as you want to go. And it really decides, it's decided by your motivation. But that's why you and I are here, Dustin, to guide people through that, because I wish someone told me that when I first started. (laughs) Nobody told me that. I had to figure it out by asking a lot of questions, but you can't accelerate that. Can I share a really cool story with you, Dustin? Please do. The day before yesterday, I got a call from a student of mine that I've been working with for four years. You'll hear her on my podcast because she literally brought me to tears. Ah, I talk about it and I get all choked up. So when I first met her in Los Angeles, she asked me to lunch and we went to lunch and she was scared of doing this. She bought her very first property in Alabama four years ago. She came with her business partner, which was a coworker. They both work for the city in Los Angeles. They came in, we went to lunch. I shared exactly what I'm sharing right now. And I'm like, you can do this. They were very skeptical. They're my one percenters because they actually flew to Alabama to go see their asset, which Dustin, none of my clients do that, but I was Same here. Nope. Yep. (laughs) So my team on the ground took them in, whatever. She just came into my office the day before yesterday to tell me that after four years, she is retiring. She is 36 years old. That's amazing. 70 properties to her name. Her name is Yin. And she is literally retiring after just four years. All she did, Dustin, was she did exactly what I told her to do. And she did it. Yeah. So I absolutely love it. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely love it. But also, I love how you have it. It's not like those. uh, I'm not. It's going to sound really harsh on the Instagram stars and TikTok stars that say scale it, get big, get millions and millions of dollars in debt, and like they're just like big, 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 big. I never resonated with people like that. Like the people that were driving fancy cars and flying in jets. I'm like, well, that just seems way out of touch for me. And so I never resonated with that. And so when I started, you know, helping people, I just was like, hey, this is just me. I'm just going to tell you what I did, and then you can, you know, see if you want. So. What's great, though, is you lead with that. I love that. I was like, man, this is exactly the, what people need to hear. They want to hear, oh, big, you know, be a billionaire in like two years. Like, oh, that's going to take a little longer. And if you're going to do it right, you need to do it differently. But at the same time, 
what I love, and you shared, okay, this is a, a tried and true way to do this, you know, buying one property at a time at a year, which is great. But there's also, if you also wanted to become a, let's say a student of somebody, you want to start working with somebody, somebody who's actually done it before, who's, I, I've literally lost tens of thousands of dollars doing it wrong. But then I'll, I teach all my students, just like you, like we show this was a wrong way to do it, or even better. This is the right way. This is, let me make everything fast track for you, which is so much better because in the end, they are going to make their timeline go from like, let's say 10 years down to five, four, three, two, however long it is, which is such an amazing accomplishment for the student. But I know you're, you and I are cut from the same cloth. I feel so fulfilled. Now I was, I felt accomplishments when I bought my properties, when I quit my job, but I didn't feel fulfilled. I feel fulfilled when I see my students buy their first property, when they quit their job, when they attain their goal, whatever it is, that's when I feel fulfilled because it's like I helped another human being attain what they wanted. It is such a blessing and it's a blessing to be a part of that process. Tell me about your experience with helping so many people. I mean, your podcast has been around for about 13 years now and you're helping so many people and it for me, it just it it lightens me up. It makes me so happy. That's why I created the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference because I just want to help more people. My goal is to help one million people to invest in real estate. Like and so every iteration of what I do is centered around that. But tell me about how you have been able to now become more fulfilled in life just by serving other people. What an amazing thing that you're doing, Dustin. And I'm so honored to be a part of it. Um, you know, life is bigger than just me. And like our world would be nothing if we didn't have people around us that made this place what it is. And so what a disservice we'd be doing if we just do this for ourselves and not share it. And I think, I think Dustin, one of the reasons like we're so successful is because we're not selfish. Like you call my office, I'll help you. And, you know, there are different levels of help, but the writing is on the wall. Like we don't need to reinvent the wheel. It's already been done. Just copy it, copy what we're doing. And, you know, at, at our point, we're very, very lucky in that we have a very nice lifestyle, a comfortable lifestyle. And I just want to share it with others because it feels really, really good to not have to worry about paying the rent or putting food on the table. I've been there before. I know what it's like watching my mom not being able to pay the rent and having to call the landlord to say, I can't pay the rent. And I don't ever want to feel that, nor do I want anybody to feel that. That's not good. And all I have to do is teach you what I've done and you get to do that too. Why not? And I just feel so happy when our students actually put what I've done to work because it works. And so, yeah, it the world would be a much better place if we all had this mentality. You know, Dustin, you mentioned about, you know, the fancy cars and the beautiful homes and the the trips and all of that. Somebody on Instagram made a comment that, you know, Matt and I aren't successful because we don't post our cars or our homes or our whatever. And I really thought about it. And I thought, what does it matter if I drive a Maserati or a Toyota if you're going to be able to say you're financially free, like what I'm not doing this for me, I don't need to post my car, my houses, the jets, the planes. I'm doing this for a bigger reason. And it's just not me. 
So yeah, I, you can any fancy cars or I fully, <laughs> you know what? I even lead with this. So in California, when I was living there, we had a decent sized house. It was great. And then we wanted to move out of California. It's getting really expensive and things were just getting rough over there. It was in 2016. And we had a rental property in Arizona and I was like, okay. So I quit my job because I had enough properties and I moved into one of our rental properties. It's 1,250 square feet. And we moved into it. And we knew we were going to buy another house or our plan was to buy another house that was like six or seven years ago now. And when I went to go buy another house, it was, I just quit my job. And they're like, you just quit your job. You have this income, but it, it was just hard to get a loan. Anyways, fast forward a little bit, 2020 happened. Okay. Let's look for buy a house. Prices started skyrocketing. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I should buy one. Anyways, didn't, but I still live in a 1,250 square foot house. One of my rentals, we're, we'll buy something eventually, but it's like, I wanted to... I could not find at the beginning when I first started investing, nobody to relate to because they were driving the, driving the fancy cars. They were you know, doing all that sort of stuff. And I was like, I just don't relate to that. And so more than likely, there's somebody else out there that relates to that. So let me just be real and just be myself. Like I'm frugal. I literally save 90% of the money that we make because, and well, that's to invest. I don't just you know put it and hoard it, but I invest 90% of the money that I make just because I could bless my family you have generational wealth. In fact, the Bible says that a righteous man saves and has a uh, inheritance for his children's children. That's my goal is just to continue to do that. I don't want to spend it all right now. It's just, I don't need to do that. But anyways, I love that you and I both have the same perspective. And it's not, not necessary. Like if I'm going to help you, I'm going to help you. If not, go find those other people. They're going to be great for you. They're going to be fantastic. They're going to show you all the Ferraris that they drive and all their expensive things. It's just not us. But Mercedes, I, we can keep going forever. You and I love to talk as well as we're both investors and podcast owners. I love it. Everybody needs to go check out your podcast and tell us where they can find you. They obviously know the Epic Real Estate Podcast. We definitely check that out. But how can they reach out to you? How can they hopefully, maybe if they want to work with you? Yeah, absolutely. So yes, the podcast is Epic Real Estate Investing. Uh, and to reach out to us, it's cashflowsavvy.com. That's savvy with two Vs. Just reach out to the contact us page that goes directly to my assistant. And we will be happy to get on the phone with you and chat about creating wealth in your world. Terrific, Mercedes. Thank you so much for coming on the show, sharing such great wisdom. And I look forward to having you at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference as well. So everybody didn't say this at the beginning, but everybody, if you want to come hang out with Mercedes and myself, come to the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. But it's been fantastic. I'm so glad that we got connected and we are friends now. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I absolutely loved it. You're so welcome. And I cannot wait to see you and all of your amazing investors at your amazing event. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.